Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thank you for tuning in today. Um, you know yesterday I was in the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, and today I'm going to be in the 12th chapter. And it's probably a pretty familiar chapter as it talked about in the first part of uh, chapter 12, not conforming to the world or the pattern of the world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind and putting our faith and trust in Jesus. But I'm going to talk uh, more about the ninth verse on down. I'm going to talk about love. But with that said, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I come to you asking you to help us, asking you to walk with us, asking you to direct our lives and be in the center of our lives. Lord, may our decisions be made by praying and talking to you. Help us to make great decisions every day. And Lord, when we fail and we fall, Lord, I Pray you would just encourage us, and Lord, that we would follow you in such a great way that we can learn and grow and be about your business. Lord, we got a lost world that needs you, and Lord, I pray you'd use every single listener today to have an influence on one person today. One person. Lord, if every listener touched one life today, I can think of how many lives would be touched Thank you for those that listen. Thank you for their lives. Lead them as we continue in the first of this year. May it be a great year. And Lord, those that are struggling with sickness, I pray you'd touch and pray you'd heal. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, like I said, I like the 12th chapter. I like, in fact, I like the whole chapter. It's a great, great chapter in the book of Romans. In the book of Romans, Paul wrote to the Romans, and and it was and he was very straightforward with the Romans all the way down the line, and he talked about a lot of things. He talked about living sacrifices and submissive, uh, sub, sub, uh, being submissive to authorities, you know, and talking about the strong, talking about the weak, and how they can be made strong, talking about Israel, you know, and. And talking about Israel's unbelief in earlier chapters, you know, and talking about salvation and living in the spirit and the future glory we have in God and how we can be more than conquerors, which I talked about yesterday. But let me move to chapter 12, verse 9, and I'm going to read down uh, maybe the rest of the chapter here. We'll see how far I get. Sometimes I get rolling and talking, and then I run out of time. But I don't want to run out of time. I just want to be able to share God's word. Love must be sincere. That's the very first four words of verse 9. Love must be sincere. It's so easy in this life to say, I love you. I know as dating kids date in high school and stuff, they get going out a few times. Next thing you know, they're saying, I love you. No, they probably don't. They're probably infatuated with that person. Do we really know what love is? We need to be sincere. We say we love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Do we? What is proof of that? What is proof in your life that you love God more than anything else? Is it your actions? Is it your faithfulness to him? What is the proof of your love? Is it sincere? And Paul said, love must be sincere. Then he says, hate what is evil. Hate what is evil, things that are wrong, things that, that you know are not right. Hate those things. He said, cling to what is good. 
I'd like to say cling to those things that are wholesome, those things that are uplifting, the things that lift up the name of Jesus. Cling to those things. And then in verse 10, he says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Devoted. How devoted are you to your brothers and sisters in Christ? Do you pray for them? Do you encourage them? Do you help them when they're going the wrong direction? Do you gently lead them back? Or do we just let them go? Well, that's their decision. You know, we are to do something about it. If we really devoted somebody, we want to see them make right decisions. It says, be devoted in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Put, put others first. Oh, no, we're after number one. We got to take care of ourselves. Whatever's good for us. That's, that's what it's about. And anything left over, I'll give to somebody else. He said, I like this, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Never be lacking in zeal. I like to think of zeal as excitement, as joy. Don't be lacking in joy that people will wonder, what's wrong with you? Why are you so joyful? Why are you so happy? You have a spiritual fervor by you that that." That touches lives, it changes lives. And I've heard, they used to say that all the time about my father. Why is he always so happy? Why is he like live in the spirit all the time? Because he lived in a spiritual fervor. I want to live in that spiritual fervor. I want people to know that Tom loves the Lord, thy God, with all his heart, soul, and mind. And I don't always portray that, but I want to pray that I do. And I pray that you do. Be joyful in hope, he says. Man, I'm, I'm joyful. I'm happy that we have hope in Jesus Christ that we know he's coming again and the way things are going, it might be soon. I'm joyful. He said, be patient in affliction. Yes, we're going to go through things. We're going to go through troubles. The Bible says we're going to go through troubles in this world. But he says, you know what? Be patient. Be faithful in prayer. You want to be involved in something life-changing? And verse 12 says, be faithful in prayer. Are you praying? Are you calling upon the Lord? Or are you just going through life? You love God. Oh, you believe in God. You go to church, but you have no prayer life. But you have no connection. You don't spend any time with God. Folks, there's been times in my life I didn't spend as much time as I should have for sure. And even today, there's times that I get going and you spend more time talking to my Heavenly Father. And I think we all, if we could do that, we would see the power of God unfold. We would see people's lives changed by the multitude. Verse 13 says, share with God's people who are in need. Share with God's people who are in need. You know, it's easy to look out for ourselves, but when others are in need, well, we hold on to what we have. Share with others. Practice hospitality. Practice being kind to one another. I could tell you all sorts of people that live in that realm of hospitality. Friends of mine that just absolutely are the most hospitable people you can ever meet. And one of them is my my friend Todd, and he is a he is a president of like nine, eight or nine Papa Murphys around here. And Todd is so hospitable. He loves people and is so generous. And when people go to his house, always is welcoming people. And you know what? He wants us to be hospitable. He wants us to show the love of God. And then he says something that's really hard for us in verse 14. He says, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. 
Yes, those that cause you problems, those that cause you issues. It's easy to get angry. It's easy to get mad at them. It's easy not to forgive them. It's easy to to say bad things about them. It says, bless them and do not curse them. Why? Because we want to curse them. Our sinful nature says, curse them. They're treating me poorly. I'm going to treat them poorly. I'm going to get even. Folks, that is not of God. That is not of God. Bless those who persecute you. Verse 15 says, rejoice with those who rejoice. That's what's great about going to, to church, going to a worship service where you go and you're praising the Lord before the pastor speaks. You praise the Lord. You know, I go and sing. I was listening to our worship service. On, I was out of town online, and I was telling my worship director this. The music sounded so wonderful. We was able to worship the Lord even online. It was awesome. And, you know, of course, they always set up the preacher. They go up and they lead in worship, and people are, their minds and hearts are ready to learn. Of course, I'm going to be one of those now that, now that I'm no longer senior pastor. I'm going to be worshiping in the audience with everybody else and uh, won't be speaking that much. But I'm going to enjoy worshiping and listening to Pastor Allen and the other pastors that share. And I'm, you know, allow God to use me in the best way he knows how. And I like this one too. Verse 16, live in harmony with one another. Live in harmony. Get along with one another. Are you getting along with the people at your work? Are you getting along with the people in your neighborhood? Are you getting along with the people in your household? Be in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Don't think yourself better than someone else. You know, that's one of the problems in, in life is, is we, we start comparing people's status. And we'll, I want to be around that person because they have status instead of being around all of God's creation. He has called us to love everyone, no matter how poor, no matter how wealthy, to love them in the love of God. Then he finally says, do not repay evil for evil. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Yes, you're going to be treated evil at times. Oh, I've had people say things about me. I've been falsely accused of things, and it's easy to be anger, angry about those things. But it says, do not repay evil with evil. If it be as possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Live at peace with everyone. You know, do not... Revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it's written, it's mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. God has you in his grip. My pastor friend, Pastor Brian Seidel, the Oregon Trail Church of God, he always signs uh, his letters in his grip, in Christ's grip, that he's in Christ's grip. I like that. And the last verse is, do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. When you have a chance to be good to somebody, you have a chance to change somebody's life, you have a chance to forgive somebody, to show them the love of Jesus, do it. It will change your life. It will open doors. It will give you opportunity to share and love people. And I'm telling you what, there's going to be great results from that. And I hope and pray that you will. I hope and pray that you will live Jesus every day. And you find yourself slipping, you find yourself being discouraged, call upon Jesus. Lord, rescue me today. Help me today. Give me a positive attitude. Help me to be on fire for you, to have that spiritual fervor, that zeal, O Lord. 
And he will. I promise you, he will. He loves you. I hope you have a fabulous day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.